Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever gotten to a point and you thought, I've had it. I can't take any more. Has the stress or pressure in your life made you want to find a way out? Has the stress or pressure in your life, for example, have you ever found a project or a paper so difficult or time-consuming that you've chosen to or you've been tempted to cheat? I have. Or have you ever sought solace from your stress by seeking out pleasure that only leaves you feeling ashamed. I have. But let me ask you this. Have you ever had some, someone treat you in a way that you shouldn't be treated? Has someone hurt you in a way that made you feel like you lost your dignity? Has someone hurt your reputation by what they said or did to you? And has this hurt caused you to well up with hate? I've been there. And has this hurt caused you to hurt others as you've been hurt? Because after it's all said and done, you want to have some control over something. How about this? When you honestly, and I mean all out honestly, look at yourself, do you like what you see? Or do you find an endless list of things that you hate at the worst or just want to improve? Do you recognize and I ask myself this too, because sometimes I don't. Do you recognize the arrogant pride inside of you that causes you to look down on other people? Or do you see the impure heart inside? Can you see the lust and desire that desires to put you above everybody else? The sad thing about all of these questions that we just went through is that if we are honest, we can all relate to them. We're all in the same boat. We all have troubles that come at us from all different directions, including right from in here. We are in the midst of a great tribulation, and it is not easy. We hurt. We hurt. Others have hurt us, and we have hurt others. We lose people we love, and there are all sorts of crazy things in this life that leave us feeling unsettled, to say the very least. Just turn on the news. Very unsettling. We are in the great tribulation, but we're here today 
because there is something more. Just before the gospel lesson today, we see that Jesus had begun his ministry, or began his ministry. He went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom of God. And he was healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria. And they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those people having seizures, paralytics, and he healed them. And great crowds followed him. I want you to notice something about the people that followed Jesus. These guys were not the ones who had it all together. They weren't the ones who people looked up to. They were the ones that people looked down upon. They had all sorts of trouble. Sicknesses, economic situations. They were in need. And they followed Jesus. Why would they follow him? In the midst of their trouble, he proclaimed good news. He healed them in body and soul. Now it is true that most of these people who followed him in the great crowds at this point did not follow him all the way to the cross. By their own reason or strength, they did not yet know that it was through the blood of his cross that he would make peace between them and God. My friends, there are all sorts of reasons that you're here this morning. Some of us are here because it's parents' weekend, (laughs) and we think this is where our parents want us to be. Some of us are here for social reasons. I mean, some people actually meet friends here. But the truth is, this is a place where Jesus has promised to be. And we have troubles. And the good physician has come to heal us. He heals us through his word, through bread and wine. We are here because we need love. Who doesn't need love this morning? I do. We need love for our wounded hearts. We need hope in the midst of suffering. And see what kind of love the Father has lavished on us that we, even as messed up as we are, should be called children of God. And so we are. Beloved, we're God's children now, even here, even in this place. And what we will be has not yet appeared. We know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. Your baptism 
And you had to walk past it when you came in here this morning. You had to stumble over that big, that big uh, baptismal font the same way that you came in through the church. You enter this sanctuary the same way that you entered the body of Christ through your baptism. And in that baptism, God lavished you, you wounded, sick individual just like me, He lavished you with love. And he said, I'm going to put my name on this one. You're going to be my child. I'm going to be your father. Call me father. I am yours. You are mine. And no one is going to take you out of my hands. You see, the pain in this world, it comes from all of the things that are perishing, including you and I. Death was not meant to be a part of what God created as good. But the sin of Adam and the sin that you and I do ourselves, it brings forth death, pain, suffering, summed up in the word tribulation. But there is something more, and that is what we remember here today. We remember the promise of eternal life that is only found in Jesus, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. In John's revelation of eternal things to come, he writes this, After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every tribe, from every nation, from all peoples and languages. And they were standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and they were crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God and to the Lamb. Do you see what the people in this vision of heaven were gathered around? They're gathered around the same Jesus who was with them on the Sermon on the Mount. They are with Christ. The same Jesus that you gather around here today. John continues, Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? John said, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones who are coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them. Isn't that what we all need? A little shelter. He will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. For the lamb in the midst of the throne, he will be their shepherd. 
and he will guide them to springs of white living water. And I love this part. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. John saw all the saints who from their labors rest. He saw the end of all tears that are caused by sin in this world. He saw the end of all sin. He saw shelter, fulfillment. He saw love incarnate. He saw the Lamb of God. We have loved ones who have died in the faith. The last couple of weeks we have had two church members who have joined the great cloud of witnesses that John saw in Revelation. Who have you lost who is standing before the throne? One thing is for sure. Everyone who John saw on that day was gathered around the throne on this side of heaven first. In our liturgy, we recognize the connection that we have with the eternal, our connection with something more, our connection with Christ. Jesus is here with us today, my friends. He has promised us, and we're going to take him at his word, He has promised us, whenever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am also. We hold you at your word, Jesus. And he has said, take, eat. This is my body given for you. We hold you at your word, Jesus. You are here in flesh and blood. And moreover, wherever Jesus is, there are his disciples. We recognize this. We say, therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying. And then after the words of institution, We say something very profound. We say what St. John the Baptist said when he saw Jesus walk by. We say, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Grant us thy peace. Have mercy on us. Here in time, in the midst of tribulation, we gather around the Lamb, with all the saints who have gone before. This is an amazing thing. We just confessed, I believe in the visible and the invisible. We are with the entire church whenever we are gathered with Jesus through his gifts. My friends, Jesus He is the only one who is poor in spirit. He is the only one who is meek. 
He is the only one who hungered and thirsted for righteousness, and he did it in our stead. He alone is merciful and pure in heart, and he himself is God in our flesh. And he alone is the peacemaker who holds all things together, making peace by the blood of his cross. And he's told us, blessed are you. This is where it comes to who you are. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, Jesus said, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. All blessing comes from abiding in Jesus. He is the something more. No one can take away the life that he gives you. No one. And today we remember the future. Remember the future and the testimony of those who held on to Jesus through their great tribulation. That picture on the wall today, it includes many prophets, including St. John the Baptist, Stephen, the first Christian martyr, and many others. They held on to the Lamb of God in the midst of the great tribulation, and they are with him for eternity where the Lamb of God is now their shelter. Jesus says to us, abide in my love. That's why we're here today. Receiving his love in the remembrance of our baptism, in the forgiveness of sins, and soon in the partaking of his supper. We are gathered around the love of God. We are gathered around hope. And we are reminded today that this is a hope that will not let us down. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.